In association with the Omniverse Comics Guide, this is the Cave of Solitude, your pop culture and comic book podcast coming to you from all over the world. I'm your host, Eric Anthony, and this is episode 299. Shall we begin? <laughs> Lady Daff J. Hello. My friend. Ooh, Colby. And Colby. <laughs> episode 299, bud. Thank you for being 299. Congrats on 299. Thank you. It's, it wouldn't have gotten this far without you. I always say that. Because you kept me going with the podcast when it was just a you know new found fledging thing that i like doing it was so much easier to be able to podcast with you because we lived together it was easy to podcast with you because i didn't think anyone was listening <laughs> <laughs> that's why i was just now i'm intimidated like now i come on to the case of solitude and i'm like oh i'm nervous i don't know what to say i don't know what questions are gonna come up and i need you've you had to- some real like you know Hitters on this on this uh, podcast. Hitters, yeah, some big time guys, some Tandadios, and some. I, mean, I never posted the episode with him. But but my what I'm saying is yeah. I've I've seen it grow and yeah. it's a thing and I'm very proud of you. Well, honestly, I I think I always give credit to you whenever people ask me because for the longest time the podcast was just me and you and maybe an occasional friend. And I would branch out to the comic book shop and have some guys from the comic book shop on. That was my early way of like trying out hosting. What was his name again? Jazz. Jazz, that's right. And with, with my first episode with Martin was with Jazz. Like I know people listening be like, what episode are are we listening to? But (laughs) this is episode 299 of the Cave of Solitude with my original and main co-host, Daph J, my wife. And for the first, I don't know how many, but the majority, the majority of episodes for the first couple of years was me and you doing movie reviews, book reviews, yeah. TV show reviews, yeah. top fives of childhood cartoons. Like it, it kind of, you kind of trained me on how to do this. Uh, we really? Nah. You made it, you made it have a, you made it have a consistency. We used to podcast in different environments about different subjects. Right, we podcast in, in Italy. Remember? Yes, we took it on the road. Yeah, we take it on the road. Yeah, a lot of impromptu sort of things. New York, being at the beach. Mm-hmm. You were there with me when I when I asked to do my first interview. Like you helped me get the courage to do that. You know what I mean? And if it wasn't for critters, Martin would have never written in. Yeah, we've we've mentioned that before. Yay, that's, that's a thing. That's a part of history. Yeah, I mean, I think more than anything, like, it's the journey that's been fun. Yeah, yeah. And it's... Can, oh, is she Kobe. coming through the mic? Sure, she's coming through. Is she that's, actually? Can you have, like, a... I don't have a head, headset, uh, but you'll hear a panting dog <laughs> in the background. Hey, excuse me? <laughs> you can sit and you can chill out with us. Thank you for joining the show. Yeah, I mean... But do you have, do you have any, like, do you ever look back and think about stuff that the podcast has kind of changed for us? Not that I ever intended it to, but it's kind of cool when you look back and think, like, 
You're at 300 episodes. It took a while to get there, but I think I'll get to another 300 very quickly. I think I got a rhythm going. Sorry, my question was, <laughs> my question was, are there any things that you like look back on and be like, that's kind of cool that that happened because of this? I think the latest thing, I don't know if this is what you're looking for, but I, I think the latest thing is um, locally you've been able to participate in the cons, the comic cons now, right? That's on, cool. on a more, I guess, on a different level. For sure. Kind of weird. Yeah. And I think those stepping stones that got you there. That's a big, that's a, that's a nice, that's a big achievement. Yeah. But you don't do it alone. That's the thing. Like, I know I had to keep doing it. Yeah. I know I had to kind of set the mic up and, or, you know, post the episodes, all that stuff. Like you do it, do the work. And it wasn't ever, I always treated it as something fun, but, um, you, it's the people around you who keep you going. There's plenty of times where I just wanted to shut it down because one. No, I'm glad you stuck with it because I think I think if 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 they don't already know this about you already, you you've wanted to be in that world of journalism. You you wanted to do you wanted to be Clark Kent <laughs> <laughs> because you wanted really to be did. Superman. You know what I mean? Like, so you know you're you're kind of doing your thing. Like, and maybe it's. It started in an amateur way, but you're growing and you're learning and you're willing to take on knowledge from the people around you. And it's it's a really cool thing to actually see, see you do. And you're having fun doing it. I like you sound happy when you when you like you're intimate with your guests in that way, right? And it sounds like you're coming across raw, like you're actually growing with this this thing. So yeah, congratulations, man. It's a long, it's a, it's a long uh it's a good thing. High yeah. five. High thank, five. Thank you. High, thank you. I appreciate that. It means a lot coming from you because it's, uh, it is something that also takes time away from each other at times, right? In order for things to grow and to expand, you know that someone's got to be behind you and give up some of their time. So you, that's why like, you get a lot of credit in this. But you're my original podcast partner. Always will be. Like if every... If you ever want to be on the podcast, I got no number sequencing that's like, yeah, you'll fit in where you think, okay, turn the mic on. You're on next episode. Like that'll always be your spot. That's my golden ticket, my VIP. Absolutely. I remember the podcast being like, there was a lot of snacks and beverages. (laughs) That I remember. Oh, you were always. I was either baking something or or trinkling wine. You would have cookies. Yeah. Do you remember the time we put a sock in your mouth to see what we were? We were making. I was asking. In real life, yes. Did we do that on the? We did on the podcast. In real life. We did. To see if you were on the podcast. Yeah, because you were like that trick in the movie where they put a sock in someone's (laughs) mouth. That can't work. Why does that? And I'm like, well, why don't you try it out? And so we did it on the show. Yeah, I really thought nobody was listening. <laughs> that's, that's how that happened. Those are the best episodes, though. Gives a character. Wow. You bring you you before you were concerned about who was listening. Maybe you're a little biased, but anyway. yeah, but your first perspective is needed. Like you do talk. Like I know you say when we podcast, you're like you get into interview mode. So I do get into like Eric Anthony podcast person but at the same time 
That's usually who I am with you, really. Okay. No? Sure. So now you get nervous when I put the <laughs> mic on, whereas before you were like, put that mic on. I got something to say about this movie. <laughs> because it was fresh in my mind. Now there's too much. There's too much content. Everything's coming at me. Like there's still the She-Hulk. There's still all these things that you got to watch and keep up with. And at the same time, I don't give a shit, you know? But it's like... But like this is your content. If I'm gonna come on here with nothing to offer, yeah, but it's I think, a little intimidating. But I think that's what's cool about the stuff that you watch is that it's very well rounded. It isn't just fandom based, like uh, in 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 the geek world or what would be showing up at Comic Con. Like you'll watch stand up comedy, and then you'll watch Downton Abbey, and then you'll also watch a B movie. Like you'll watch a little bit of everything yeah, with no true. sort of, and it makes you interesting to talk to because pop culture, we start thinking pop culture is only things that are Marvel or Nickelodeon, like in, in a certain sphere of fandom, anime. But pop culture used to be Top Gun. Yeah. You know, like there's more to all of this stuff and watching movies. And I like that you can bring that. Like, the movie you just recommended to me. Tell everybody. You're telling everybody about this movie. <laughs> Tell everybody. everybody about everything. Every text message group one, I'm in. A couple of people. Ten text message groups I'm in. <laughs> Watch this movie. Watch this movie. It's good. Really sweet. Watch this movie. Anyway, the movie was The Duke. It's currently <laughs> playing on Prime. That's the platform it's on. And I thought it was a nice, uh, just a nice movie. Actually, just a nice movie. Based on a true story. Based on a true story. It was quite nice, actually. Very heartfelt, warm, kind of shocking. Like, what? This was <laughs> this happened? Just yeah. like that? So yeah. nonchalantly, so, uh, what's the word? Nondescript person pulled off a heist like this? But it had a charm. Very homely. I thought so. Helen Mirren was good. She's always good. You want to give a synopsis of what it's kind of about without giving it away? I think you kind of did. Did I? Maybe. Well, you, you tell me. Oh. Tell me how you convinced me to watch it. I told you to watch it. It was <laughs> good. <laughs> I said I want just watch it. Uh, you were watching it, I think, when I was at Comic-Con. You... Yeah. Yeah, and I would, I would kept interrupting you because I was like, hey, babe, wish you were here. Oh. I just did a panel. It went well. They switched things on me, but I managed. Like I was telling, I was, I was trying to tell you, like you were there. Just keep me updated. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm watching this really nice movie, and it's gotten me crying, but not for reasons you think. <laughs> All the animals are safe, you know. And then you just cut me off, like, oh, the movie's getting hot and heavy. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm like, how is she talking to me and watching this movie so intently? Anyway, I just it was just a nice movie. I gave it a chance. I don't know what the ratings are. I don't know what, what kind of uh, support or backing or money it's made, but I just enjoyed it. What made you pick it? Like when you look at the description of all the things to choose from on these platforms, how do you finally pick stuff? Because I just dunk, 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 just keep looking. I think I'm. I think it it got me at based on a true story. Mm. You like that? Yeah. Do you like movies? Because I, 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 it also has that charm of like being of a time. The way people dressed, the way people spoke, the way the cars. Oh, for like. sure, for sure. But the the 
if you're I I interpret your question as mm. like what's that instant thing that makes you wanna give it a chance? It was like anything that's based on a true story, I'm I'm into it. You got a favorite type of true story? I mean, and the reason I ask that is because I know that you've got a wide range of true story movies that you really love. But is there one that you find yourself leaning towards? It's a good question. Like I've gotten good at asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I want to say heist movies because it's just so cool mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you find out, yeah. you know, how, how it actually, you know, the, the smart behind it. Yeah, yeah. But, and like, you know, true crime, like, like the how, like, what kind of psycho is into that? Like, I don't want to admit to that. You know what yeah, I mean? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, I don't know. I'm a sucker for a sports true story. That's true. Then there's those. Oh, yeah. They yeah. make, yeah, they usually are feel good. Usually. I liked the Jesse O, the one on Jesse Owens. It's also on Netflix. I saw Haven't that a couple that. years. I think I saw a couple years ago or a year ago. I don't know when I saw it. My memory is not good, but I remember watching it and it was also quite good. 61 is nice. Oh, I love 61. Yeah. That came with my DVD player. Yeah. It's an, it's For one anyone of those- who hasn't heard the story. I bought a DVD player and it came with two free DVDs in them. And then one of them was Ben-Hur and the other one was Asterix 61, like 61. It's one of my favorite movies. It's about uh, the, the year Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle were both going for Babe Ruth's record. Directed by Billy Crystal. Yeah. And that's also a nice movie. Yeah, what really was. And it, and it you, you understood the, like for me, I remember you recommending it to me. And it made me appreciate uh, baseball history. Got me back into watching baseball. And I became a Yankees fan. <laughs> right? Being a Torontonian, growing up being a big Blue Jays fan, it made me become a, a modern-day Yankee fan because of the, just the tradition and history of these historic players doing these incredible sports stories. Yeah, you're right. Those are good, too. Yeah, those are, yeah those are good. Moneyball. I like Moneyball. There's just some. There's just a feel-good thing about baseball true stories. Mm-hmm. That's true. Right. I think that's the one. Maybe that's the one. What other true story stuffs happen? Uh, you got forty-two. Well, yeah, that's a sports one. That's a sports one. Mighty Ducks is a true story. <laughs> it's not, but I wish it was. I was gonna say like, <laughs> um, I feel like you weren't saying nothing to me, and I'm I like. Is no. she going along with this? <laughs> so I was like, is she playing along like or is she just ignoring wrong, my my stupidity? What, is, <laughs> what did he just feels what? like it though, right? The Minnesota Miracle Man. I mean, it it could be. I mean, there is a hockey team out there in Minnesota playing lots. on a ice pond somewhere. Yeah, lots. Like it's so weird. Minnesota feels like it's a part of Canada that got away. <laughs> what are you doing down there? <laughs> You're supposed to be up here. You guys are so Canadian. I swear you say a boot. <laughs> like they love That's hockey funny. too much. Why do you guys like hockey so much? I know it snows, but like. <laughs> That's funny. It's true. What other nice movies would you think? 
documentary, movie. like tr- based on a true story. I guess. Just a nice movie. Oh, man. There's usually the, the music ones are always sad. Yes, you see? But those ones are good, but they're sad. See, you're good at this. I don't know what, like, okay, what else? What other ones? What other ones are there? You got the gangster ones. Those are fun. Those are dope. But then there's like, damn, they never get out. They're graphic, though. They're always so graphic. It, yeah. I just they, saw Lansky. It's like, is this necessary? I could get it. <sighs> I didn't enjoy it as much. I watch a lot of movies. This is really all do. I do. <laughs> no, you really, you, you've got a very, so. It reminded me of The Irishman. Mm, mm, okay. Like an old man recalling his. Yeah. And it's that flashback and forth. Yeah. <sighs> you know, what's a pretty incredible true story or based on true story movies. Catch me if you can. That one makes me sad. It does. But I like that they end up being friends at the end. Yeah. That's, that's what kind of gets me through the movie. Because his story to me is sad. Yeah, you realize if, how, how lonely it gets ugh. when you, when you got to live a life of lies. But yeah. you, you find a way to, to survive until it just, there's nowhere else to go. I like, when, I like the true stories where the, the bad guy and the cop become friends at the end. Like Same thing happened with uh, American Gangster, right? What yeah. Was it? What was his Frank name? Frank Lucas. Yes, Frank Lucas and that cop. Then mm-hmm. they have like a, a friendship. Yeah, kind of. Who else? There's, there's plenty of stuff. Interesting where, stories out there. Yeah. There, there's a lot of, uh, based on a true story though, that, that they just like, oh, they took a couple liberties with that. And that's not even the story anymore. Like, I think uh, Remembering the Titans. I think a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of that was. Yeah, which but is, it was a Disney movie. I guess they tried yeah. to make it more of a. I don't know. Yeah, when they over overextend the truth a bit. Yeah, it's like that's not <laughs> kind of takes anymore. away from. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. Things have changed though since we started the podcast till now just with the type of television and and things that are available it's really the Uh game has changed yeah when you think about it you can now avoid going to theaters and basically you'll have full-on content just with new sci-fi netflix shows or amazon shows everything is like it's just so much it's an overflow that's why at this point i'm like how do you proceed and stay make the podcast relevant in such a very niche subject. You know when I, sorry, I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent, but I realized how niche my interests are lately when I went to Comic-Con. And some of the panels I hosted, for comic book fans, there should be more people going to those panels. But now you're realizing, like, it's now becoming, if you know, you know. Right. So you got to think in terms of how do you generate interest more broadly in a comic book pop culture podcast. Got to go more pop culture. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I need your movie uh-huh. and television broad interests. They're helpful when you recommend things, right? Like talking about the Duke. Maybe somebody will listen to this and be like, what the hell are they talking about the Duke? And it's just a nice movie. Good break from 
everything superhero and everything, you know. Yeah. You need that sometimes. Where do you think we should go next with the show? Like, what kind of episodes would you like to see included with some of the things we like? I want to do, do some more stuff about comedy. Why don't you? I want to. I want to. Uh, do you think I could get a stand-up comedian on the show? I don't see why not. Might as well try. I also want to do more wrestling stuff. I found my love again for wrestling, I think. It's so fun. You've, you've been watching those A&E documentaries with me. I appreciate They're it. They're so interesting. I mean, you know what You know what I actually find funny? Tell me. I actually know who these... I, I, I know who these characters are. <laughs> I know all of them. <laughs> I'm invested right from the jump. Was it Not be- because I grew up watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to. But I know all of... I know who these guys are. Was it because your high school boyfriend was really into wrestling? A hundred percent. Because I have no business knowing about Dusty Rhodes and and Macho Man. I don't have no business knowing anything about uh, Eddie Guerrero and <laughs> Lita and <laughs> the Hardy Boys. I don't. I shouldn't know this, but I do. And you remember it. And I love it. Edge. All these guys, interesting story, but also repetitive. Very repetitive. I, 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 I like. I was obviously in, intrigued by all of their individual stories, but at some point, I'm like, wait a minute, wait, hold on. <laughs> I've seen this before. <laughs> who's your favorite? <laughs> who's my favorite? For for what? Just who's your out of the wrestlers? Who's your favorite to watch? Who's your favorite to watch a biography about? Who who who's the one that just like when you see them, you got to see them. I see them, I gotta see them. Cause that's usually when you're a kid that gets you, right? It's like you see Hulk Hogan or you saw the ultimate warrior, you saw someone who's like a superhero. You're like, look at that well, guy. Well, Hulk Hogan, everyone, I guess, had, you know, Hulk Hogan, but <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't I can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> It's Stone Cold Steve. I have to watch it. I have to watch it, and he makes me giggle. <laughs> that's the one. You know, I I know that's the answer too. Because I'm like, she loves Stone Cold. Every time he he comes on, you're like, what's he doing? <laughs> and you always laugh at how ridiculous he was. But you, in the back of your mind, I can hear you going, "Good, good, give it to them." <laughs> <laughs> He's so committed, so good. Yeah, the stories have been good. Do you like the rivals or the biographies? I like the rivals because it, it focuses in on the matches and the storytelling that goes behind how they sort of tell their... And you know everybody else's story already? Yeah. But the biographies are really interesting because you're like, I didn't know that. Like Sometimes you, you learn something and you're just like, damn, good for them. Mm. They They... This is really what they wanted and they were committed to it and and they got to where they got because they deserve it. Mm -hmm. So even if I don't really like the guy per se, you also recognize that they they became disciplined and they dedicated themselves to something. Yeah. And that, yeah, sure. They did it because they wanted to perform and they wanted to be like superheroes, like the guys that they saw growing up. But 
they put on a show for us. And they said, we like doing this for you so much that we'll... they're real athletes. They really you are. you got to give them that. They really are. I think, I think sometimes the... When you grow up and you're still a wrestling fan, it isn't because you are silly enough to think that it isn't predetermined or that it's, it's not an orchestrated show. We know that. Mm-hmm. Now we appreciate the, the way you orchestrate it. It's like just because you know how music is made doesn't mean that you're not going to appreciate someone performing it. Right. You know? Yeah, I know how to cook, maybe. I, I don't know how to cook, but you still look at it and you're like, yeah. I know how hard it is to pull that off. And so I think when you learn the secrets of wrestling, you still appreciate, like, they're, um, they're, they're doing a good job at this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was real. Like, that guy put his body on the line. Yep. For the sake Ugh. of the yeah, but also at the same time, like why? Yeah, some like, some of it just, is some uh, of it is stupid. Some of it is stupid, and and there was a there there is a little bit of a benefit to the ignorance. Sometimes it's better to be ignorant. It's like I, I respect it, and at the same time, I'm, I'm like, no, bro. Some of it's too much. You're just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, for me too. For me too. Like the the oh, when it's overdone, when it's too big. It's like, okay, settle down now. Tell the but story. But even still, like you've broken your neck four or five times. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get the hint? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I think there's nothing like the reaction of a crowd. I think it's a drug that your brain doesn't oh, know what to, to do. there has to be nothing like there's it. There's nothing like it. There is nothing like it. Imagine it, you make people that mad or that happy. Yeah. And, and you know that you're doing your job well when they hate you. Yeah, when you get a reaction. You play into that. Like, what made Stone Cold Stone Cold is that he made everybody dislike him so much to the point that they started to (laughs) like like him. him. (laughs) It's always the case. And when when people hated you, there's so many times where a guy leaves and he was the most hated. And then all of a sudden his music plays and the crowd's cheering like crazy because he's back. Like, we missed him. We didn't realize that not having him around was boring. Very weird. <laughs> but I, I'm happy that you're watching them with me. It's fun. Yeah, they are fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about, you know what? Just doing the things you like because they should be only, I think that the way you get a broad audience is to have broad topics. And I'm always going to be comic book based. Sure. Because the most fun I have is talking that with my friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Me and Dave can podcast on the drop of a hat and right. we laugh and it's genuine and it's not rehearsed. Mm. Other than the things we pick, there's <laughs> nothing like we don't, we're not trying to prove how smart we are. You know, I haven't read a lot of stuff. For a person who has as many comics as I do, a lot of stuff I haven't read. Well, you're only one person with a full time job. So. Yeah. And trying to make this happen. Trying, yeah. It's been cool though. And we went to New York and we interviewed those guys for March. Oh yeah. Yes. You were we, there. It was uh what was the what was it called again? You know. It was something Mocha coffee Fest. kind Mocha of Fest. <laughs> Yeah, you got it. You know what's funny oh, is that we went to meet those guys, Andrew Iden and Nate Powell, oh. who were the guys that did March. 
talk about that book a lot. One of my favorite episodes. Um, but at that same show, there was John Lugiziamo mm -hmm. and Mike Mignola there. Mm -hmm. We paid no attention. <laughs> no, we we knew they were we there. Knew they, but, you, but, my, Mignola, this this Mignola guy. Yeah. He was reading a book, and you said, "I told you, like, are you gonna go talk to him?" And you're like, "No, I don't want to interrupt him. He's reading a book." You didn't want to be rude, but you were also trying to like learn to be aggressive. Like I like those. That's what I mean. Like those are the things that were happening in those early stages. I kind of like that. I kind of like how pirate radio it's been. And and then Luisiamo was right there next to me, like not too two you, inches away. You were really right beside him, just hanging out. <laughs> Did you have any desire to be like this about? I really like this thing. You Did he do the? The um, history thing that on Netflix that you watched, did he do it yet? Because you really like that. Uh, which one are you talking about? Uh, like the Latino history for dummies? Something yeah. like that? Yeah, that's, that's an old thing. It was like a stand-up comedy thing that he did. Kind of, yeah. Did, was that out when we had gone to Mocha Fest? I think it came out after. I wouldn't, I don't recall. I don't know. Because I probably would have talked to him. I didn't know what to talk to him about at that point in time. But it was such a small venue. Like, it didn't seem like it. And I, that's why I remember liking it. I remember that little art gallery that actually mm -hmm. had some of the, I guess, original drawings of March yeah. panels. Yeah. They yeah. were all framed and they were like in this little like yeah. path. That's right. Like, art gallery thing. Yeah. Like, it was quaint. It wasn't, I mean, okay, I'm great that you guys went to the con and it went well and everything was smooth but for myself that was a nice venue that was a nice event it wasn't too overwhelming yeah for me. i like i like the i like that one too they got tcaf here that's like that but only so many shows i could go to in a year myself sometimes weekends are booked <laughs> right but book doing nothing <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's kind of there's been i look at the journey of the podcast like i said before and it's like i'm at a baseball game with adam chapman podcast that's right you did those two you no know, i do i had a lot of cool stories that you take it with you and it's more about the doors that one door opens another door that opens another door and you just it's weird when i go to a con now and i'm I have access to like the little backstage area for the comic section and you see people who you talk about only mm -hmm. for a long time as a fan mm -hmm. or you're just going to their panel because you're a, you're a fan of theirs and now they're just walking by you and like hey so and so I'm like oh hey how's it going man just regular <laughs> it's like this is I just saw him have chips on his face like, <laughs> he's just slob <laughs> You know, and you, you kind of revere them sitting in their room writing whatever book they write. And then you're just, you know, there they are. It was really weird the first time. I'm going on a tangent. I apologize. When we, me and Martin, it was our first year where we had um, programming passes. And then the deal was just came into the room and mm -hmm. he's sitting there mm -hmm. just talking. And mm -hmm. we're just looking at each other like this guy's all on this. He's always on the special, the special features, features. <laughs> on the DVDs, the extra guy. Right? And every time he's, he's hosted a panel, it's like a room full of people. So when you see him, he's like part of the show. He's a showman. Right, right, right. And here we're just shooting the shit. 
like this is weird, but yeah. On the other, on the other side of the wall now. Kind of, yeah. It's cool. No, it's still I'm amateur, but I I feel I'm embracing more of the thing of being a podcaster. Like it gives you that sort of oomph, oomph, a little bit of like keep going. Yeah, yeah. Because you can wait for yourself to be inspired or motivated, and then you take the action. That's what usually you think you got to have. Like, I got to have an inspiration. And I got to be, oh, there's the money into it. Now I'm going to act. But sometimes it, it's, it's got to be backwards. Like, act on it. Whatever you did might inspire you with an idea. Yeah. And now you're motivated because you've seen it. Now I just got to act. Because everything works maybe backwards. You know what I mean? Right. And I yeah. feel like... That's kind of happened. Mm-hmm. People say, you know, what's your end game? What's your, I don't know. But now I'm open. Right. To ideas. Mm. Oh, that's cool. So what would you want to hear? What would you, what, what would you want to hear more of as a fan? Uh, You're my first listener. I'm really thinking about this. I know you are. I appreciate it. Um, I'm not scared of radio silence. I want to say more of. I don't know more of, but maybe like not more, not more of, but like something different of. I like the wrestling thing. That would be fun. You do that anyway. You do that with Mike Ruth all the time. You, you like you talk about wrestling. Daily, yeah, yeah. Like it, the, that's that's a to make it more centered though, like more centric. Yeah. I think you'll like the episodes. If they come through, I got an episode per month plan that you might like. That'll be movie-based. Movie review-based. I like that shit. <laughs> I do like that. And I want you to get in on it yourself. We used to do those a lot. Yeah. I want you to get in on it yourself because you do recommend a lot of different things. You recommend yeah, things but outside those are the also box. Yeah, just what I like. like not yeah, but they're good, though. the same thing. That's Okay. Um, I don't want to only talk about Marvel and DC comics. Music, music would be good. Music, I think you're right. You and Dane can really take something from there with that. Yeah. You would just, yeah, music would be another thing that you can always. I think as long as as long as what you you're spitballing your ideas on your podcast. Yeah, yeah, I no, really, it. it's two ninety nine. <laughs> That's the point. It's a retrospective. Yeah, right? it is. A, it's a it's a new leaf, turning a new leaf. It is exploring ideas, and looking I, on to the future. Yeah, right. you're looking back, looking forward. Mm-hmm. It's a cool little junction point. It might it'll be an episode that you'll look back on and be like, "That was the one that got this thing going." Yeah, or or remember we thought it would do this, and who knew it would do that instead. Or we just shut it down after 305. <laughs> like, that could be it too, right? But it's kind of cool to look back. Because you control a little bit of time when you're a podcaster. Mm. Hmm. You control the schedule. And sometimes the, some episodes are recorded before other episodes and you present them in a certain way. You're giving away all your secrets here. All the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I've never succeeded. <laughs> You like, that's what you're doing wrong, yeah, bro. You dummy. You're doing too many things. Don't do more. Do less. I, yeah, I think it, well, as it's long, a process, right? Yeah, I think as long. You find your niche, but you're having fun. That's what matters. Yeah. That's what you've always told me. Well, I got, I got the comic book stuff in the bag with me and Dave. 
easy. Really, though, like that'll be great comic book content mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. I'll never have to like try. Because mm-hmm. it's just there. It's there. It'll always be like a very pure conversation. Yeah. It'll be exciting. It'll be positive. It'll be a little bit cranky, comedic. <laughs> I'll never have to worry about that content. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when I listen to certain podcasts now, I'm like, oh, this guy's going to talk about that. Like, that's kind of cool that they could talk about these other things too. Mm-hmm. And you become sort of a barbershop, if you will, mm-hmm. of a little bit of sports debate, a little bit of music debate, a mm-hmm. little bit of art debate. So I like this that. is the trajectory you see yourself on. I like, think, taking, yeah. Going. Yeah, because I like talking to different folks. It, 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 it excites me to learn. Like when I talked to Steve Mitchell recently, mm-hmm. and he talks about Hollywood mm-hmm. and movies, like, I don't want to talk about comic books with you. You're probably way more interesting if we talk about movies, Mm. but that'll require me to kind of know where to start with you. So I'd love to just talk to him about the art of making and performing and writing. Right. Just learning. Yeah. And producing. Like there's more to it than just you think it's the set and this and anyone should just make it great. But they had no choice but to reuse the set that this movie had. That's what takes away from the story. You know, like you understand the makings of and everything behind it. Mm-hmm. So if you have that, like, that's cool. Yeah. Because it'll also be applicable to other creative sure. endeavors. But yeah, true. the music one's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think so. Should we do food reviews? No, nah, it's going too far. <laughs> a little bit much. A little bit out of our element. But it doesn't mean that you can't try other things, whoever, whatever comes out of this. Yeah, I just, I want to, uh, get to look forward to something. Because I think sometimes it's, it's, uh, you should have some type of a goal. Something to achieve. Like you should, the happiness that you experience with it is making it. Mm-hmm. Not that you like, ha, I got that thing. And now once you got that thing, now what? Right. You got to, you know, this many episodes or it's making this much money or, you know, just keep making it. It's fun. Where other bizarre places have we podcasted? You said Italy? We podcasted in Italy. We've podcasted in Central Park. Do you remember what we said in these places? I don't remember. We podcasted at beaches. Mm -hmm. Podcasted in parks. Um, In the car. (laughs) <laughs> I guess it in the car. The audio must be terrible on those. <laughs> There's a couple of places. There's, I'm trying to think. I think we've, we've definitely podcasted in different countries. You know what? I don't want to even say <laughs> we podcasted on a plane briefly. Yeah, we did. I think I was. Yeah. I don't yeah, know what did. happened, why that happened. And you were getting a little bit frustrated about something. I'm like, we're going to shut this down before we get kicked off. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, from those little, uh, those little, those little sprinkles of trying. Look how far we've come, or you have come. No, us, us together. Your your name is still on the marquee. <laughs> it's in the it's in the description of the show. But it's the only thing I wish is that all the episodes would be on the list on like Spotify or or um, Apple. Like they show a hundred at a time. Which is good because uh-huh. it's always showing your hundred, your last one hundred best. Right. Usually. Okay. 
because it's your most recent stuff. So those should be your best episodes. Okay. You should always be getting better. Right. But there's a lot of stuff like in the archive where whether they were good or not, they should be available. There's some that are stinkers. (laughs) I'm sure there's several. but But there's a lot of good ones where I go back and listen to us and we talk about you reading Paper Girls or you reading Daredevil. And how I shit it on the art. <laughs> but no, <laughs> it's just paper there's, girls there's a lot of like, episodes with you that are so... It's an award so, winner? They're so funny. Really, though? I don't think so. They don't make sense. No, there's plenty of episodes with you in them that I would... If you were like, what's a good episode? I'm like, listen to this one with me and my wife. <laughs> Truly. Because you, you, you just... You got to remember, nobody's listening, Daph J. It's just me and you podcasting on the floor like back in the days i remember we were podcasting i'd be doing my hair at the same time you'd be eating cookies <laughs> your mouth would be full of cookies answering a question and i'm like well this is good or the ice cube you always wanted a always drink with had. ice well it's not that i wanted it with ice i just wanted it cold but the ice jingling the whole episode would be the, the puppy huffing and puffing <laughs> <laughs> and you jingling ice yeah humble beginnings Mm-hmm. been fun good for you 300 is gonna be uh 300 has been recorded hey. yeah you're giving all the secrets giving away. all the secrets away <laughs> but yeah it's uh i'm happy good. i'm happy you've been with me this whole time congrats bud thanks babe. thanks babe i appreciate it um can we put a pin in it there yeah is that a good celebration yeah retrospective mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. You can listen to 300 right after this. Thank you, Daft J, for being my podcast partner from the start and keeping the episodes flowing and going and uh, helping me become um, just better at this and enjoying it to the point where, like, we got guests and we're (laughs) moderating stuff. Like, that's cool. Yeah. And you've been there from the beginning. We have lots lots to be proud of been fun and i and to all the people who have been on this show numerous times uh-huh. shane heron and martin slam duncan and my first interview was with like podcast and then my comic book shop owner uh-huh. was my first interview crazy and someone one person said in the shop it's like hey i heard i heard you on this podcast and it happened to be ours they said to daryl I don't know which other podcast he's been on, but that was my first interview. So like all those people along the way, Adam, uh, Dave, Sam Noir, Kevin, boy, I was going to say Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Boy, Kevin Bacon's never been on the show. But Kevin Boy's been on a bunch. No, it's been all those folks. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Rate and review the show. And we're charting in Korea, South Korea, <laughs> South Korea yeah, to be specific, specific, and Japan. I'm not sure what I got going on over there. <laughs> But it's fun, I've seen, and yeah, it's true. I've seen the numbers. And we peaked in Canada at one point. I'm not sure how that worked, <laughs> but we're we're climbing the charts. <laughs> you were you were an original beetle. We're gonna get that big. Oh my god, <laughs> like an original member of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes, <laughs> you can't leave the band. All right. Oh my gosh. Thank you everybody for listening. Stay tuned for episode 300. It's gonna be a fun one, and there's gonna be a bunch of really good ones that follow. I promise. Just stay tuned. Subscribe to the show, rate and review it. Email us at chaosolitude.outlook.com. If, uh, yeah, outlook.com. 
omniverse.com check it out omniverse comics guide have to say it right bye everybody